Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. days i have had this song stuck in my head oh my god i never thought my life could be anything but catastrophe but suddenly i begin to see a bit of good luck for me because i've got a golden ticket i got a golden twinkle in my eye i've got a golden ticket in the sun in the sky i just made that part up because i don't know how the rest of it goes it's just that beginning part i think about stinky joe singing his song in his stinky little bed and i apologize you know how i feel about all of the grandparents in the bed the stink that there must be yeah it's odd it doesn't matter how much you change the sheets that many people in one bed is gonna be stinky that book gave me like a real fucked up vision of what poverty would be like like i was uh-huh. like i guess it's kind of fun you know like a lot of children's yeah, books yeah. are like that it's like poverty's kind of fun everybody lives Everyone's together, in the bed together. yeah they make the best bed. of it yeah, yeah exactly no my poverty yeah. life was way more um coors light 40s and a lot more crying than a bunch of old people stinking up a bed but that's fine yeah poverty is like phone calls to like stressful agencies you know like that's that what would I the opposite of that of of um, never answering phone calls because of whatever agency was calling. Stressful agencies calling you. Yeah, it's like paperwork and a lot of letters that you need to respond to in time. letters or just rip up. And just how many times I would just spend like a whole hungover morning cutting up all of these letters that they would send. I'm like, well, if I cut them up, then they can't find me. That's what they (laughs) teach you in college. Welcome to page seven. I didn't mean to be so dreary on this hour week of 420 and April Reels Day, but this is, it's been a lot. We've shed many a tear this week. Yeah, it's Holy Week over here. It is. I have been through the gamut of emotions, and honestly, you know, we laughed, we cried on April 19th, April Reels Day, was I think my maybe one of the most impactful, important uh, April Reels days we've had so far. Huge turnout. We had 800 people at one point uh, tuning in. Yeah, it was unbelievable. They Damn. really want to see two people be on. It's it's just so funny. It just goes to show how how many people yearn for pure honesty in conversation. You know, what if a, if presidential debates could only be April Reels, That's right? True. Like, if, what what about that? What about the two president? candidates they sit down and instead of in anger 
and in hatred and in frustration, screaming at each other. Instead, they sit down and just be like, Bill, I just think that you could do better when it comes to the budget. You know what I mean? And then they have an actual open, honest conversation about it. Communication is key. <laughs> and Bill just be like, I hear that. And I actually, you're right. You know what right. I mean? And like, accept it. How powerful that would be. And then, of course, but you're not talking to me on April Reels. And you're not talking to me on the day after April Reels. You're talking to me on the day after the day after April Reels, which is, of course, 421, which means we just did 420. And I didn't do anything fun or special. By fun or special, I mean, for some weird reason, get together with all my friends and get too high to talk, which is the whole point of getting together with your friends. But whatever, I didn't do any of that for 420. But I did just maintain a constant high. I think maybe more than even most years, because I just had... Shout out to the last podcast on the left. Vape pens out there making the rounds. I was smoking that illuminated sativa all day yesterday. My little battery with uh, my last podcast branded, uh, uh, what do you call it? Snake oil, whatever it's called. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's filled with snake oil. <laughs> <laughs> I just made I just made uh, myself constantly high yesterday. And that's why, guys, I just want to say to each and every one of the children of the world right now, it's all groovy, baby. Just Relax. He's into it. Holden has the energy of someone who is like truly both physically and emotionally spent. And I appreciate right. it. If you want to get the same effect that one would get from a very intense hallucinogenic like mushroom trip, just do April Reels <laughs> with your bestie and then do mm -hmm. 420 the day after. And it's the same vibe. It's like, man, we went through it. We went through the hardest of times. We went through the fucking chillest of times, brah. And now we're here to say, okay. Okay. We are here for it. And um, Holden did make me cry with one I of his April Jackie reels. Cry. But it was in an actual, a very good way. It was in a very yeah. nice way that he made me cry. So I felt um, elated this week. But also finding myself. Having yeah. to deal with the echoes of the reels that he gave me that now is a part of everything that I think. And Jackie made me pretty upset when she called my penis shitty. Yeah, I said <laughs> you got I shitty tried to. <laughs> I said yuck and a half. To she went me. right to the what not to do on April Reels Day. She decided uh -huh. to mix it up. Uh -huh. You have a shitty penis. I was like, whoa, whoa. I didn't even think you'd seen it before. Yeah, yeah, it was a whole thing. Lexi was crying in the court. Yeah, it was a whole thing. We were all crying. No, 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 but uh, no, I've been thinking more about my fashion and things of that like and how I am in my relationship. So that's fun too. It's really good. Uh, and I'm also <laughs> thinking about how I approach my situations and trying to go with the flow a little bit more. And you know what, mm. Holden, I found that right before we started recording this, mm. I wasn't going with the flow. That's and right. I needed to remember. I, I didn't even think about that. that yeah, yeah, yeah. I did immediately think about it. And then I got yeah. scared about a spider because there was a spider in my <laughs> Yeah, you uh, actually got desk. hit with so many slings and arrows right before this, just as in this mm -hmm. weird apropos. Situation. I was attacked by yeah, a spider. Yeah. I did not kill the spider. It's bad luck to kill a spider in your home. So now it is under the cup on my desk. So we have a third co a fourth co-host today. And the spider is under there. Let's hope it can't get out. And I will wait for Jeff to come home and help me get it outside. <laughs> and cry at him until I he could do it, it myself. I know. I could put a piece of mail underneath. But what right. if it jumps what <laughs> if it gets into my blood system like i'm right. in the mummy and right now that spider is under that cup 
conspiring to take you down. Oh my God, is right? it conspiring? That's all it's doing is that right where now. it comes from? It's conspiring. Is it conspiring? Yes. Conspiring. Mm. Given how loud you screamed, Jackie, I'm pretty surprised that you're doing as well as you are with that spider on your desk. Um, I think that it's actually very brave of you to leave the spider on your desk under Thank the you. cup. I don't think it's going to escape without you seeing it. Um, but, you know, I am trying to praise you for you. your ability to go with the flow. Thank you. I need thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. April You're being Wheels. so chill right now. I need to also confess when I said it was a very big spider, it is probably the size of a penny. But we know that change is important in many ways. Okay? So be the change. Be the change. I feel like spiders is kind of like cats. Like spiders like seek out the person who would be the most fucked up by a spider and just plop down right in front of them. It's like, I never, I don't give a fuck about a spider. I never catch like see spiders around but everywhere I know that's mortified of spiders that I see their posts on Twitter it's like day is over I'm not <laughs> leaving the bedroom today like you know what I mean and just like this crazy gnarly spider shows up in their LA home and you're like why spiders we have a very live and let live policy in our house yeah. we we, uh, we just don't even interfere at all but of course in New York it is the cockroaches and I was just telling yes. Jackie and Holden that my beloved angelic child recently dropped <laughs> a two inch long live cockroach into the ball pit with a big smile on her so face. Funny. And I screamed so loud. <laughs> I will appreciate the fact that you are raising children that she didn't even know to be scared of the yeah, cockroach. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had a shitty cat at one point that used to run outside and bring cockroaches in. This is reminding me of that terrible cat. Don't and liken it's your child. their child to a like cat. cat. I mean, but... she wouldn't even. <laughs> she doesn't know to be afraid of anything because her whole life is ta- has been is in the indoors. blissful embrace of of her family because it's been a, a pandemic. And you know, cockroaches always come out in the fucking springtime. And I remember the other extremely traumatic story I have about a fucking cockroach is the one I was pumping after Freddie was born, and it was also springtime. Ugh. And I was pumping attached trapped by the pump <gasps> no. and a very large spider jumped out of the radiator and started no. working its way towards me while I was attached to the pump and the, and <gasps> Freddie was sleep. The baby was sleeping a couple of inches away. But it, with this, the live cockroach was in the ball pit. It's not like a, like the, like a, you know, kid zone size ball pit. It's like a very small ball pit, but I still had to empty like 500 balls at one at a time to get the live cockroach. I just like the idea of you saying because your husband was gone that you just went get into your cribs <laughs> because you didn't know <laughs> what to say to them to get them out of the room. <laughs> I screamed, everybody get out of the room! And then they like looked at me like, "What? where are we supposed to go? And then I said, everybody get in the crib! And so I put both kids in, in Zelda's crib and Zelda was screaming because she had no, I've never screamed like that before in front of them ever. So she yeah. had no idea why I was screaming. And also a kind of comedy, adding to the comedy of errors, they didn't, I guess they didn't know what a bug was. Like I hadn't said the word bug because <laughs> Freddie was like, mama, why are you screaming? And I was like, there's a bug, like a big bug. But I call <laughs> boogers bugs. <laughs> and so I was like, it's a huge bug. And they both thought I was saying bug. And bug. Zelda kept pointing to her nose and being like, bug, bug. And, I, and then I, so I think all this time that they were in the crib watching me one by one take the balls out so that I could find this live cockroach, uh. they had no idea what was happening. And then afterwards, I had to be like, no, a bug, a bug, an insect bug. And I still don't think they knew what it was. 
what right, I meant right. because I just found the cockroach and killed it. And, you know, I don't have a live and let live policy with cockroaches. And so I don't, I still don't. They carry diseases. <laughs> Freddie told everybody she saw it for the next week about what happened, but I still don't think she really knows what happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is so, it's so interesting to think of kids being raised in different places where like can you imagine someone that like grew up like in a like a more of a farmish setting of like they didn't know what bugs were like i you know i whenever i talked with jeff about these things he's like yeah we were like running around in the dirt and like playing with that and like they were all into that kind of stuff and as a kid no i was like we read we we (laughs) like to read we read a lot and it's kind of like being outside and playing with bugs but but with the amount that i screamed I have post-traumatic spider disorder, though, because of living in Tallahassee, Florida, where Uh, you think like, oh, I like when the spiders are bigger because then I can see them. But when you're in bed and you see something the size of a hand that you're not in the Adams family and it is not thing and you see it moving underneath your your Uh. bedding. Ooh. You want to die. You just oh my want God. to be dead. Ugh. Okay, yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, that sounds bad. And I the lived in Tallahassee. Wolf spiders and the banana spiders, and then they would just uh-huh. jump. And you're like, ah! And it just, <laughs> you, when you can feel them in the bed, now yeah. I do have forever issues with spiders. All right, that's fair. It's the size of a penny. Your screaming was was proportionate. But you know who is being raised in a very different situation than any of us have been raised? Yes, I'm talking about The Rock's daughter, Tia Gianna, or what's her name? Man, I'm screwing this up. I'm screwing it up. I was because of my transition. I felt really good about my transition. I was so solid on the transition and then just screwed it up. Tiana. Nailing it, yeah. Tiana. Tiana is his beautiful baby three-year-old who asked, even though she loves that her father is in Moana, it seems that she really likes the water and everything about the water, and she asked her father if he knew Aquaman. And he said, yeah, I do. I do know Aquaman. But then... He she's asking to a point that it's making him sad because then she doesn't care now anymore that her dad is in Moana. (laughs) She only wants to meet Aquaman to the point that on her birthday, he drew a likeness of Aquaman because she wanted to have breakfast with Aquaman. So what (laughs) did The Rock do? He hit up Jason Momoa and Jason Momoa sent her a personal message from Aquaman to her about how he he loves her and he loves her papa and he's so sorry that he can't be there with her but he has to go like live amongst the fish <laughs> and it just <laughs> I saw this and you know how I feel about both of them and it just made me I just I ate I ate carbs until I felt like I was pregnant. That's what I did instead. <laughs> I was like I'm pregnant and then maybe the rock will help me burr the bagel baby and then they'll send messages to it i mean it's incredibly sweet it's also so funny to me though that like the rock is maybe the biggest movie star on the entire planet and he's just like still not good enough you gotta <laughs> idolize aquaman this would try that would probably like that would probably drive me crazy I'm like what else can i do to be like the fucking most badass dad in the world and still you want to fucking kick it with like the one part i didn't get <laughs> You gotta give it. You gotta give it over to this guy. Jason Momoa occupies this strange place in my own loins, where it's like for years I've heard Jackie talk about him. I've always been like, not my type, big, big monster man, like with 
astounding muscles and his big flowing hair. Like, yes, he's super objectively handsome, but I don't. And it's just like, you know, some of those sometimes those people who at first you're like, I get that they're attractive, but I don't personally feel it. And then they just kind of settle in, you know, and then you just gradually realize, like, I still wouldn't name Jason Momoa in my top 10 even. But now when I watch him speak, I'm like, okay, I really do understand what Jackie is feeling when she watches you speak. I'm mad about it. You know, I'm mad about it. I really don't want. Oh, my God. I didn't had no idea that. Uh, the Rock is going to be playing this superhero called Black Adam soon because in uh-huh. one of the captions underneath, it just said for Tia's birthday, she insisted Aquaman join us for breakfast. And then after we ate, she asked daddy to draw Aquaman so she can frame it and hang it up in a room. Black Adam's going to hand out a fresh aqua ass whooping if this disrespect <laughs> keeps up. Um, it's really, it's everything about both of them that I really like the way they interact with their families. I like that they really enjoy being these ultra super, I mean, obviously, can you imagine the hours it takes every day to work out, to maintain both of their bodies and still be present? Imagine not present all the time, but as present as they can be when they are able to, to their kids. And that makes me love them even more. And they both worship their wives even though i know that we hear a lot about aquaman but it seems that they have some sort of understanding yes yes um apparently their love making skills are no no bounds uh, many <laughs> speak towards it uh, how they're incredibly you know they're just sort of like how long today they're like please not more than 2 hours of you know sort of your love making sir you know what i mean they have to ask them to like chill out you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what i read on those blogs or whatever is right? that what you read about it how do you feel about it how are, how are your loins quaking right now you know i'd fucking watch the two of them like i don't know eat a bunch of ham or something and probably jerk off to it ooh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what honestly same i'm always into ham <laughs> Ham gets me gets me gravy churning. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I guess it's Jason Momoa's eyes. That's the thing. You sleep on his eyes. It's like I'm, you're mm. like, oh, get big muscles. Not my thing. Ah, huge flowing um, hair. It's beautiful, but it, it's not my thing. And then you just look at his eyes, and you're like, okay, it's true. MJ, it's like he he like manages to look both intimidating and like soft yes. as hell all at the same time. And I think that's what the ladies like is they see a protector, but they also see like a fucking, you know. Sensitivo. Teddy bear. Yeah, fuck Lord. <laughs> fuck Lord. Fuck partner. Yeah. A Lord of fucking. Like an yeah, emotional yeah. fuck partner. Yeah, yeah. Like a god of it. Like I want to tell mean? you when I'm struggling yeah. and yeah, he'll yeah, hold me. Like oh a did one arm. That's who I'm marrying. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like, guess what? I understand even better than the sea. And they're like, what? What? Fucking. Yeah. I get that. What even better? And I know all the names of all the trout, and I still get that better. <laughs> and have you ever seen him climb a rock wall before? I've watched many a video. Oh, he does it are you talking about cl- like, Are you talking about Jason Momoa climbing the rock like a tree? <laughs> Interesting. <Ooh. laughs> yeah, I'd watch that that is a tape I would watch. Whee! 
All right. Yep. Everybody yep. wants to climb the rock wall, but please, he has two beautiful little girls, and he loves his wife, Jackie, so I don't appreciate wife. the thirsting, okay? It's a bit much. You know what a thirsting I do appreciate? <laughs> This whole Lizzo sliding oh into Chris Evans' DMs. This is something so funny. I I don't know if we've ever talked about this on this show before, but Chris Evans is definitely another one of those where you look at him like, of course he's Captain America. Like it's not really that kind of hot is not usually my type. But then everything you hear about the dude, he's yeah. covered in tattoos underneath there. He's apparently just. So sweet and so nice and so approachable. So Lizzo got hammered and slid <laughs> into Chris Evans' DMs, and he actually responded. And I appreciate that so much because she was Instagram living it. And he said, no shame in a drunk DM, face throwing a kiss emoji. God knows I've done worse on this app, LOL, face palm emoji. Because remember when everyone talked about when he possibly accidentally or maybe did it on purpose, let a picture of his penis yes. get leaked. Yeah, the weirdest, like baddest angle, dumb picture. <laughs> I think it was. Ever. I think it was accidental. We're all pretty yeah. sure it's accidental because he was taking like a screenshot, I believe, of something else, and um, it just uh, also these kinds of infallibilities is what I like with my celebrities. I think it's fun. Then it is that they're just like us. They're just like us. Even what did Chris she write? Is nothing like me. He is. We have nothing. In what common. did she write initially? What did she? We don't. Do we know? Do we know what she initially wrote to him? No, I don't. In the think. video, okay. she doesn't say. She's just like okay. and. Yeah, I love I love this story for many reasons. I feel similarly about about uh, Chris Evans. Like at first, it's like oh, okay, I get you, and then he gradually becomes to like seem like an actually really funny, really really charming, really hot person. And also, it's Lizzo, so I'm like, you better treat Lizzo with the utmost respect for her hotness and majestic charisma coming into your DMs. Like, you have been blessed by Lizzo, even if you're not trying to make out with her. And so I really appreciate that he was, like, so fun about it. That's my favorite Mm -hmm. part. I feel like it's great that she, everything about the way she... Everything she this Lizzo week. We have like three Lizzo stories, each There's one better so than the last. There's so much Lizzo going on right now, She's which wonderful. makes me so happy. Also, what she did, which was a very early, I think this is part of the reason why she was so um, a little embarrassed, is that she was drunk at 5.22 p.m. <laughs> when she messaged him. So it wasn't even like that's 3 o'clock in the morning. They're just like that's, us. That's, yeah, yeah, that yeah, is that's a celebrity. Just, like just like us. <laughs> and it just was three emojis. It was a puff of wind, a sports player, and a basketball. That's Meaning right. that she what was shooting her shot. She was shooting oh, her shot. Shooting yes. shot. Yes. That and that is, which is great. It, also, that's I so do funny. feel you could have said a lot more Things that would make you look worse, yeah. I could hey, say. saw your dick. That was cool. Liked it. it. <laughs> like to like it. Fine white, with that. White boy summer. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, don't even get, we can't. Uh, we, that's what I'm speaking of. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I know we gave him the Viking funeral. We are not yeah, pro yeah. white boy summer. At, just in say the he slightest. hit her up. He just was like, oh, Lizzo, maybe me. And it's like, yeah, you're a lot like Chris Evans. You know what I mean? I think think that's the funniest part about the fact that Chet Hanks then saw this happening, slid back. He slid into 
Lizzo's DMs then, trying to shoot his shot. Shot his shot. And I am sad that she didn't respond because I would love to hear (laughs) what she had to say about Chet Hanks, obviously, comparing himself to Chris Evans, which... It's just not the case. (laughs) (laughs) It's certainly not the case, but he definitely tried. And um, I want to say good for him. It's great that I love that the Chris Evans... Lizzo's story is like, oh, she wanted his DMs and he responded. That's so fun. And then the Chet Hanks part is like, he wanted her DMs and she didn't respond. And like, that's good. You know, like, it's like, <laughs> it's just like, not, yeah, don't, don't write back to him. Don't. Like, it would be great. I would love to hear what Lizzo has to say about him. But also, I think that it is just as fun that she didn't respond to Chet Hanks as it is fun that Chris Evans did respond to her. She's like, I have yes. better things to do. She ghosted him just like we're ghosting White Boy Summer, all right? Yes, we are. And we're not ghosting. In fact, we're fleshing ass Ugh. crack summer. Yeah, I said I fleshing is fleshing. Fleshing. <laughs> fleshing ass crack no. summer. No, we are showing up in our meat sacks for ass Ugh. crack summer. I don't like, none of that sounds appetizing. All right, I'm taking over this PR campaign because no. that was literally the most bounce off of that idea no. so fast you can't even <laughs> scream about it. That was so upsetting sounding. Ass hanging out of pants will bounce yeah. it, bounce it off an ass. And I hope all your organs and guts are ready for <laughs> this crack in that fleshy ass, ladies and gentlemen. Is anyone no, everyone's turned off? Okay, never mind. Are we just gonna stay inside? We're gonna eat we're gonna do quarantine even though we're just doing quarantine because of how gross that sounded. No, all right. We're done with quarantine, Holden. No, we wanna be done with quarantine. Please. <laughs> all right, we won't flesh it. Ugh, yeah, flesh. How about just like, you know? Fun friend Friday. I'm bad at this. <laughs> hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. But this is we. This is us once again being ahead of the curve because we declared yeah. it butt summer last week, and then Lizzo, who probably yep. is a huge fan of this podcast, was like, "Butt yeah. summer, I'll do you one better, ass crack summer." She just ass took crack. our idea and made it more specific, ass exactly. crack summer. And I do love though that um, she was wearing when she declared it this awesome purple dress that had like a big heart cut out. And so that you could just straight up look at her, the top of her ass crack. And you know what? I was so inspired by it that I went out and I bought a pair of shorts for the first time wow. in, I think, five years. Because really? Jackie, has, Jackie, has anyone called you fucking brave I lately? I brave. 
Yeah, oh my god, thank say. you. And wow. let your ass fall out. Fall oh my out. god. Yeah. Love it. You want to see me be ass brave. And I am <laughs> ass brave this summer because if you guys remember, and I know you do, I started wearing skirts only uh, for the past years because I have a very tall ass crack. <laughs> and no matter how high-waisted of pants I get, my ass comes out of them. I don't know how. I don't know why. And they're like, oh, put a belt on it. The belt doesn't stay up either. I don't know. My body is shaped like a bit of a refrigerator. So, um, <laughs> but if it's ass crack summer, you know what? I, I've been doing all this gardening and I, I it's yeah. hard to do in the skirt sometimes. I bought my ass. Some shorts, and I'm yeah. nervous I about my it. ass shorts. Check my nails. Oh my goodness! Yes. <laughs> Feeling good Killing in it. shorts. Feeling good in shorts. <laughs> and I feel <laughs> very excited for it this it summer. Is. And um, I'll let you guys know how it goes. It's difficult in this the shape of my body to find appropriate shorts. So what length shorts did you get cuz that's always my struggle. It's a struggle. I don't my have weirdly long I have weird shaped legs so you can I can't get tiny ones because then just my thighs are just pouring out of them. But then if I wear them down to my knees I look like an idiot. <laughs> so I don't know. Why an ass crack coming out of these shorts? Yes! <laughs> right? Wow, Holden. Yeah. Just thought I'd steal a little MJ's thunder. Just thought, you're, so. doing, you're both doing a very good job. And um, are you guys, what are you going to do? Are we, yes, butt summer. Have you thought any more about butt summer? I need to and have my shorts game. And how we can embrace it. I need to up, uh, I need to up my shorts game for sure. I'm 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 in LA up up in these jeans and it ain't a good feeling. It ain't a good look. I've got my bathing suits, but I don't have my shorts. And uh, I guess I need to figure it out though. And then maybe you two could give me some help on this. I mean, what do I do? Should I go the full Henry route where he just wears these like tiny little toddler shorts, or should I wear like you know something a little more in the Fred Durst? Vein of short. <laughs> where where do we draw the line? The literal line. You're too above the knee, your, below the knee. On your vision board, it's just Henry and Fred. <laughs> Henry wearing these like no tiny other little shorts. People wear shorts. What I will say, as someone that is marrying someone that works more in the fashion world, is that wow. for him, he believes that the fashion looks best when you show all of your kneecap, including the top of your knee. So I I think that it's anywhere above that or else it actually cuts off your body in a weird way. So Mm. the so the fashion line is right. But also, like I said, I'm new to shorts. So I think that that is where it's supposed to be if that's what you want or shorter. I need to have goth daddy dress me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I I, it's it's very like I know a lot of men struggle with shorts. My husband is one of them. They've been told that people have made fun of their skinny little chicken legs or whatever, uh, and men feel like their legs aren't sexy or whatever. And so uh, most men that I know are very self-conscious about wearing shorts, and it's tough because the choices for men tend to be like very baggy cargo shorts or like jorts, which for some reason got a really bad reputation. 
Right, right. Or like big short thigh shorts that show all of your majestic thighs. And I understand that there's like, it's hard to know where to come in on that. But I also feel like it's hard for women because, right, most of the choices are either teeny tiny Uh and now longer shorts are in. I have never, I've always been a long shorts person. I got to figure out some shorts to fucking correspond with my gender this summer, which is going to be tricky. (laughs) But... I, it's very, the men, there is a dearth of, of masculine shorts out there right. that aren't Fred Durst shorts. It really is hard. See, I have the opposite problem. I'm worried the pussy going to get too wet if I get the shorts too short, right? Because my uh, legs, I think my legs are so sexually appealing that mm-hmm. I just don't want to, it's like, I want to walk down the street and I'd be like, am I in a fucking slip and slide right now? Because all of these fucking <laughs> B words around Unleash me are just like, oh! When they just start screaming at the side, ah! I'm like, I'm not the Beatles, bro. At their heyday, <laughs> free. I'm fucking just free. wearing a pair of shorter shorts, bro. Everybody gonna like... be screaming. <laughs> 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 I thought about you. I'm like, I am not a rake. I am married I, to a happily <laughs> pregnant woman. I am not a rake. I love a skinny, hairy leg. I think the skinny, hairy legs should be shown off, and I think it's interesting that we expect women to show off their legs no matter what shape they are, but men are stigmatized for their skinny, hairy legs, or not skinny, hairy legs. Not all men have skinny legs, but I think that they tend to be skinnier proportionate to the rest of their bodies, and I think that's great. I think that we should brag about it i'm also waiting for like you know i feel like every year which is great that we've seen things getting better and things being more widely accepted as someone with varicose veins when is that going to be accepted i feel Mm. like it's one of those things that sometimes when people see my legs they're like i can't believe you don't wear like the tights or anything to like hide them and i'm like what am i gonna fucking do you know there's they're there and until you're at an age because there's nothing you can do about them until they're either a complete health risk or you're old that's it that anything would be covered it's like how also weird to bring up or the kind of thing where it's like it's a lot of the kind of thing where kids would be like what's that and point at it which Mm. understandable but it's like and then a parent being like don't ask them that no, yeah. let's talk it's about a witch. it. I got yeah, don't speak problems. to the witch. <laughs> I got issues down there. And yeah, it makes them throbby. Yeah, it makes them hurt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. I'm trying to make it sexy. I'm trying to take make the throb in the veins <laughs> as sexy as the throb in my squirty bird. Throbbing is sexy, Jackie. Throbbing <laughs> is reclaimed throbbing. We didn't even bring up the the unedited photo that Lizzo uh, dropped as well uh, to kick off tourist season, and uh, you know, in that photo, you at least you do have like stretch marks and stuff, and yeah. I think things you know that are starting to point more towards. I think a lot of people are starting to demand a more realistic looking, just with how edited Instagram uh, is. In fact, a great subreddit I read is Instagram Reality, right? Because it yeah. always sh- it just shows these ridiculous. Uh, photoshops and how crazy different people look uh, on on an Instagram photo as a, a headed, edited Instagram photo as, as, as opposed to uh, the original version and 
So yeah, I think we're getting there, but you're right, yeah. I think the varicose vein might be the final frontier. That and the bad toe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, the bad toe? You got a bad toe? When people just have a weird toe, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not and not shaming. No, no toe <laughs> shaming. But also Hey, you with that fucking toe. Yeah, I get that all the time. It's just like, all right, I'm just trying to get the mail here. I'm just trying to pet this but dog. The toe, but what about the toe? But we can Let's see. Let's also things. destigmatize like we can destigmatize like very poorly taken care of feet while we're at it. Like I haven't had a pedicure in well over a year because of the pandemic and I'm still scared to go into a nail salon. So yeah. I want to be, I also got to find, God, I got to find some sandals that express my gender. It's going to be a nightmare. Uh, what am I going to do? Wear no, Tevas? None. D- no. None. Sandals don't express gender. Sandals should be eradicated. You know this is my policy. What are you going to do, no, toes out. You can't wear Converse to a pool party. Toes All out. the dudes these days are wearing them closed-toed shoes, MJ. I know. So. <laughs> I know, but I'm not, I can't do that. I'm like a glittery flip-flop. No, you get I slides. I want those Katy Perry fruit flip-flops. Slides, flip-flop. I believe, is the great, uh, is the great, Unifier when it comes yeah, to the slides. Sandals. Yeah, yeah. I'll get a I'll get an Adidas soccer slide. In fact, Lexi put some glitter on it. Lexi has these great pride slides that you can check out. They got the Ooh, rainbow, the rainbow slides. slides. And yeah, Holden yeah, hates them. her slides. I don't like slides. I just don't. They'll never look good to me. They'll I never know, look good. But you know what? That's her house shoes, and I respect them as her house shoes. But they're sloppy. Right. That's the thing. Can you right? Because I love a slide. Can you wear a slide out, out? You know, whatever that means. I don't go to the club, but can I wear Apparently. a slide? I think you can wear it to the club. To I think they're yeah. perfect for the club. For the that club, is the number one sure. club shoe that yeah, I've always read about. Because then, if you get in a fight with some other fucker, you can pull the slide off, and just start beating yeah. them, with. So, yeah. them with it. That's always what's good for the club. I feel like you know that's something I mean? that Snooki has done, but I can't remember. Didn't she throw make a slide? Make it rain and slap him with the sandal. You know what I mean? That's what I always heard. So you make a rain. It's the most confusing club move ever. You make a rain. Everyone's like, hell yeah. And then you just start beating everywhere yeah, around you with a sandal while they try them. to pick up the money. And they're just like, what is the point of that? I don't understand the fun in this. Is it money <laughs> or are you just hurting people for, for your own kicks? I do think this is another area where women get fun fashion sandals and men don't. Men have like Crocs and like, I guess, leather closed toe leather sandals. I think Crocs are universal, first of all, just universally bad. Um, Universally scorned. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And definitely, yeah, the dude's sandal is a tricky one. Um, A, just promise me you'll never wear any, any of that to the airport. Uh, but I'd say it's it's all tough. I mean, definitely TiVos, I think, are probably the worst, right, in terms of a sandal. Flash uh, Aside from Crocs, you know. Then you always have, uh, which what's the hippie ones? Birkenstocks. Birks, yeah. yeah. And those are always They're bad. They're very good for your feet, Very though. good for your feet, but bad for the world to look at. <laughs> so there's that issue there. So if you want to be selfish, then yes, I guess you could wear Birks. So where does that leave us? Probably slides. It's probably the... The best case scenario, and those look dumb as all hell. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate it all, though. You know what I mean? I love how much you hate you're, sandals. You're over here in beautiful LA with pants and closed toed shoes. Your yep. body is missing out on the sensations. Set it free. Yes. I'm thinking, Set it I'm free. considering thinking about it. 
Okay. Honestly, MJ, what you need are get to get some of those jellies, but they still will rip up your feet, I imagine. And that's not good uh-huh. for being um schlepping around kids in the city. So I don't I don't have anything else for you. We'll bring in, we'll talk to our uh our fun check out Lisa Rose over on yeah. Instagram because that's who we go to now for all of our dressing grooming questions and um she really helps us out because i don't know how to do anything yeah me neither that's something we all three have in common yes and something we don't have in common with david hasselhoff's daughter is a lot like becoming the (laughs) first plus-sized cover model for playboy in europe now we're talking about all these things of, of 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 making things less shameable. And I really love the fact that this came up on my radar, that David Hasselhoff, which I feel like has been up and down in the mental health game when it comes to being in the celebrity world. But I appreciate the fact Big that- Big in he- Germany. Big, Big in, in Germany. Germany. And his daughter is also in this German version of Playboy. She looks- amazing on the cover of it in fact i looked at it and was like i want this look as like a uh the wedding night look for my life because mama mia she's pressed up against this like yeah gold it's very hot. mirror she looks absolutely amazing but i appreciate the fact that david hasselhoff was went out of his way to show support for her when i feel like if i remember correctly he was a little fat shamey in the past. Mm. So I appreciate that maybe he's trying and maybe he's growing and um I think it's great. I will see I tried to get I tried to get his autograph one time and he just kept referring to me as slobbers. Oh well that so, makes yeah, sense. yeah, which I felt I was a little bit of an attack. Um, well, how much were you slobbering? <laughs> I was slobbing fair, down was a, a hot, lot. I was slobbing down a big old hot dog while trying to get his autograph. So I guess that's why. <laughs> No, 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 but um, I just want to say I can't believe Playboy still exists. I was thinking about this the other day, actually, so I was surprised when you sent me this. I was like, damn, I guess Playboy's just gone, right? Because I don't, who sees it, who gets it, you know what I mean? So uh, I'm glad this is happening, but I'm also just, uh, that was my first thought, was like, wow, Playboy still is a thing at all, uh, uh, which is uh, fascinating that we're here, but but. I'll just go ahead and say, I mean, her on that cover is hotter than so many. I mean, and definitely was more of like a, remember like the 80s butt ideal? It was just not, no butt. There was no just no, no ass. Like, there's so many women who have been on that thing. They were like the the pinnacle of like beautiful women. And it's just like the butt's just like, boop. It just like does nothing. And um, so it's just nice to see. It's like, yeah. A fucking big fun ass is very sexy. Why? Yeah, why was it yeah, not? Yeah, yeah. Why was it excluded for so many years? Is to make this like a big deal. It's another one of the things I was so confused about in high school because I was like, <laughs> everybody, every picture of every like you know woman I've ever seen on a magazine cover has right. like no. No right. Ants. I think it was but like a then, cocaine like, thing. I think just cocaine makes you like not care about asses. <laughs> I could be wrong. I don't know what it is. But that, that's just I associate the like weird aesthetic that aesthetic that like it's not that a, a, a flat ass is a bad thing. It was just funny that like there, there was like it was they made it a point to not have the butt be fun until about until J Lo essentially blew the doors off of the big butt. 
true. by the end of the 90s. But up until like all through the 70s and 80s, like the general ideal was just like not ass. Tiny butt. Yeah. And not that no ass is not fun either, because Whatever. I feel like it also just depends on how you live your life and how you love your ass. We got to take back our love for our asses. Yeah. And Give it was, us the ass. But summer. And it was like just giant tits the size of the moon. Yeah. And then just no ass. And you're like, it was almost like they took all the meat from the ass and they just put it in the they breast. They shoved it up. That's what the corsets are for. You <laughs> I know. know. Take my ass I can't wait. I can't wait for the DMs of it to get after this fucking <laughs> dissection of, uh, of uh, the male gaze through the 70s, 80s, and up to but today. Right, though, in the thing, yeah, I feel right? like it is, it is, society has been telling us what is pretty for so long that things sure. are finally breaking the mold in a way that we've been wanting to see our entire lives. And it didn't, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, like, this, it, this confused speculation from my end is mostly because if you look at the woman on the cover of that magazine, she is a, fu- like, for that to be this, like, Brave movement in play on Playboys. It is so ridiculous because she's fucking a smoke show on that cover. It makes right. so it's like, what do you even mean? How is this even? And, and men are always talking about asses. <laughs> or, but my confusion is, as a young person was like, men are always talking about how much they love asses. But every woman I've ever seen on a magazine doesn't have any ass fat, and people, and then, but then. You know, songs and culture was like fat asses. And I was like, I don't understand how to square these two things. And I think we're talking about, and I think we're definitely, we're talking about the past. I feel like now, man, if you want to see big, fun asses, they're on those covers. You got them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, definitely back in the day, it was a very strange aesthetic, I feel like, when you look it's back. A better age for asses now. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's the age of Asquarius, I guess. <laughs> it's dawning at Asquarius. <laughs> no, I love it's it. it's Taurus yeah. season, and my love to your Taurus that you live with. I'm surrounded by Tauri. I have so many Tauruses in my life, I get scared of it but I know that Taurus season is just as important as Leo season oh yeah yes when it comes to how much we like attention <laughs> I feel like we're getting towards celebrity conspiracy time and I'm very excited about it but I don't want to jump the gun because I do just at least want to mention this funny Gucci thing before we do <laughs> the, the Gucci family's like so mad about this Gucci movie and I love They're the best so part is that they mad. like talk about how Al Pacino's too ugly to play the too part of the ugly. Gucci guy I just okay but okay Gucci's would you rather them get one of the greatest actors to have ever lived to play I think that that is way he more looks important. like him too did you see the side by side they're like he's a much more beautiful than Al Pacino and then you look at the picture <laughs> of the guy Al Pacino's playing and, the, and what they did with Al Pacino's look I'm like it's the same look and he has the same sideburns and I don't know what you guys are talking about <laughs> It's so funny. They look and they're mad. And also like the, the woman that Gaga is portraying is pissed off because Gaga never called her to ask. I do think it's weird that they are not talking to the Gucci family Yeah, at I'm surprised all. there was no reach out whatsoever. I um, am surprised about that as well. That, that's the one thing that I agree with. They should have, if Gaga had the opportunity to sit down with the actual human being and learn about her character. I'm sure she that would. That was a real... 
Yeah, if that was a real thing, then that's a missed opportunity for sure. So I actually am not sure. Like, I don't really get what happens when it comes to these things of like, are they not allowed to talk to them at some point? Like, if the family's not involved, like, are they are, are they not to do it? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe there's a legality thing. Like, if you reach out, just reaching out in the first place could open you up maybe to some legal issues. Who knows? You know, I mean, it's probably not going to make them look great. So yeah. maybe that's just why, period. They're like, M- why bother? Or like, we don't even want to get involved because we're not shining a good light on these people. I am so excited about this fucking movie, dude. I, yeah. man, every picture <laughs> so I see, excited. I'm just like, mamma mia, I want all of them. Ridley Scott directing is fucking awesome. I'm so excited. Yeah. Also, yeah, if you look at this art, every actor who's playing this family is hotter than the real. They're all fucking yeah. actors. Of course, they're beautiful. Like, and whatever, even if they're like a beautiful real life family, they are all, they are, they are quite generously cast yes. in terms of hotness. I know, so that was very funny. Yeah, that they're like, it's not attractive. It doesn't, you can never get the kind of fucking pussy that my father got. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? I'm sure right, Al Pacino's anyway. gotten up plenty. I mean, remember the Dunkachino in <laughs> Dunk a, Jack Dunk a, and Dunk a, Dunk a, Dunk I mean, he knows pussy. God, I Don't love worry. it. I kind of low-key love Jack and Jill. All right, now we can get into it. Hit me with the share. We're ready. Do you believe it? Will Billie Eilish die an early death because of her eyes? Uh-oh. <laughs> what does Guys, it mean? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yes, I do know. Okay, so this one actually comes in from Eric, who says, I saw a TikTok that's predicting the early death of Billie Eilish because of her eyes. Why? There's a Japanese superstition related to the whites of your eyes showing in three places compared to just two on either side. And those with whites below your eye are believed to suffer an early fate. <gasps> Princess Diana, Marilyn Monroe, and JFK all had it. Are you and so does Billy Eilish. Are you looking yeah, at yours right now? Yeah, I'm looking at mine on the Zoom. Love you all. I, I know. I wanted I to look in you guys' eyes. I think we're good. It's just think the white fine. on either side. Um, uh, love you all. A fellow Swifty, Eric. <laughs> yeah, I think you're, yeah, you just the whites on either side. So this is the theory. There is a Japanese superstition about the human body. It is called Sanpaku. And it can tell your fate based on your eyes. Sanpaku translates to three whites and refers to, in this case, to the whites in your eye. Most folks have whites on either side of their iris, but some have a third white connecting the two whites, either below or above the iris. Now, here's the little other detail. If that third white is above the iris, the inside world is a danger to you. And actually, I was talking about this with uh, Marcus Parks. Charles Manson has the white above his eyes. He's got those big, crazy eyes, right? Oh, yeah. And apparently, Ooh. apparently, when you when you can see the whites like around your eyes, uh, just um, a weird physical thing is like a lot of sociopaths or whatever have that trait. I think he <gasps> said sociopaths. It could be psychopaths. I think it's those. But yeah, like right, it's like a trait of people who have this kind of thing going on. But when it's below your eyes, then the dangers are coming from the outside world. So the people with whites below their eyes, Marilyn Monroe, Princess Diana, JFK, and so does Billie Eilish. So they are worried that she will suffer some sort of untimely end because of that. 
Three whites. Yeah. Are you looking up pictures right now? Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah she does have a I lot am. of whites beneath her eyes. Yeah. And Princess Di and all those, it's all true. They all have a below, which oh is interesting. My God. Yeah. Which is hard, it's hard to replicate. It's easier to replicate the above the eye thing by like opening your eyes yeah, really wide. Yeah, I just wide. did it. I just did it. Oh, no. Yeah. So yeah, JFK had it too. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm looking at these pictures. Got it. Whoa. I don't think I have it. Although, remember when we got really no, scared about that YouTube video that said when people were going to yeah, die and yeah. then that and person not real. didn't die? Yeah. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Come on, this isn't a YouTube video, Jackie. This You're is a right. TikTok about a Japanese superstition. You're Get right. Get it right. I'm scared of it. Yeah, you should be scared of it. Two whites. I'm scared too. <gasps> So what do y'all I'm think? just over here Googling whites above eyes. Yeah. I'm like, freak. like a I should fucking start psychopath. squinting more now. What if I squint all the time? Does that count? Yeah, I'll see less, yes. which means uh, I, maybe that's good for me mentally. It will count, Jackie. So what do you y'all think? Do you think he's gonna? She's gonna? She's gonna go quick, quick? Or you think she'll live long, long? MJ, I. I think I believe. Right. I'm not trying to curse Billie Eilish, but I think I believe she right. does have a lot of whites below her eyes. She does, Jackie. I wish no bad juju on her <laughs> or her family, but <laughs> in this case, the superstition ar- it arises inside of oh, my brain, and my I have to God. I have to say that maybe yes. <laughs> All right, I, I Paku, yes. there it is. Get ready I'm for scared. it. I'm so afraid I have it. You should be I don't scared. Think I have it. You Someone be protect her. Someone frightened. send an extra protection. To the very core of you, Jackie, you should be terrified. I am. Uh, <laughs> I am terrified. Uh, I'm also terrified because you did it. You felt the need to bring up the Gucci thing, but not the fact that a British woman wants to marry a 93-year-old oh, chandelier. Right. This is a she wants article. to marry. That Jackie saw when we were ta- doing our talking TV, we were on one of those bad websites that gives you like the cast of 90 Day Fiance or whatever it is, and there was a clickbait article where a woman named a chandelier Lumiere and ma- and wants to marry it, and now she <laughs> thinks that it's normal news. And this is the problem, right? This is how things like QAnon exist, right? Because the weird, dumb stories are in the mix with the good, normal stories, so people get confused to named think that this is headline Lumiere. news. He's 93 years old. He is a chandelier. <laughs> Chandelier, and you know what? I say, God bless it. That's what I say. I don't. It doesn't matter what you. It doesn't. She changed just, her name to Liberty because she's obsessed with the Statue of Liberty. I mean, come on, people. I will say this: people who fall in love with objects like this do fascinate me, though. I do feel for them in certain ways. But at the same time, that chandelier ain't going nowhere. That chandelier ain't gonna go start banging the mailman. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could just be in a relationship with it. Yeah. You don't need to get the state involved. Yeah. yeah, you don't need to marry it, but also you should probably like wipe off all the jewels and stuff before I you just, why are use we... it or you should make sure <laughs> this is that not a celebrity. <laughs> this is not. I'm just going to see how hot the chandelier is. It's a pretty attractive chandelier. It's all I'm saying. As far as chandeliers go, I mean, I would probably fuck the shit out of that chandelier. See? This yeah. is, I just, yeah. it, is, it is news yeah. that does it is a good, exist. It's a good looking chandelier. All right. right. Can we? Chandelier. No one needs to know about <laughs> any of that. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag and Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. 
Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. But no, what they do need to know is that it's time for our shout outs. We don't have, did we have I ever, are we going to say this every week? What's our shout outs? Do we have a uh, shout out song? Ah, it's time it for shout outs. Shout about. Shout, shout, let it all out. These are the shout outs that we're here about. Come on. <laughs> no. It's happening. I, like I it. didn't mean to. Come on. Right? You, you emailed them in. Come oh, on. Oh, wow. I like it. It's time to begin. Shout outs. Nah. Wow. Holden, that was perfect. I'm and very good at that. We're Literally, the start. whole reason why I'm here is because I'm good at making up songs on the fly. You're, that's not the whole reason why. <laughs> Sometimes you try to prevent me from talking about a British woman that wants to marry a 93-year-old yeah, chandelier. Yeah, try and fail. Yes. You did I fail. I want to date the chandelier. Chandelier. Wow. Chandelier. MJ killing it today. I mean, honestly, that was kind of lazy. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah, I, I don't think so. But what <laughs> wasn't lazy was Kristen S. writing in, because we were talking about butt summer. This goes hand in hand with our conversation today. And you brought up that our celebration of butts, we said that this would be the year to embrace our butts, whether we like them or not. Hearing this hit hard because I've always been a girl who's hated her butt. I do follow Lizzo and many others on Instagram and envy their juicy badonks swallowing their thongs as they twerk. I'm a cute, big boob, chunky girl who's always tried to ignore the flat, acne-scarred, dark hole of a tuchus that followed me around wherever I went. I love this. You did a great job in writing this, which is why I'm reading all of this email. (laughs) This ignorant bliss came crashing down a few months ago when I discovered a TikTok thread about how guys stare at your butthole when having sex from behind. Ah! As a fatty but a baddie who has also enjoyed doggy, this caused me nights of 3am panic about my worst ass at. I have thought about buying multiple products to make my derriere more presentable. But hearing you speak on love and our butts really forced me to take a look at my insecurities and think about their complex roots. In the end, I want to state I do promise to embrace my body and live out my butthole but summer as well. Thank you for always keeping it real with them, Jane Holden. I love you all and wish nothing but health and happiness. Thank you so much, Kristen. As I loved this, I was like, "Yeah, embrace the butt. Who cares? Everyone has a butt. You got embrace something." The butt and honestly, whoever was banging you was psyched to be banging you. So love that ass. Also remember that they love it no matter what for the most part. And I also have got some birthday shout outs. I got some birthday shout outs too. Demig! Because I was drunk during the April Reels Day um, episode, but I did say that we were going to give you a 30th birthday shout out because your birthday's on April 22nd and you're absolutely the best and your drunk message began with, hey fuckers, I'm drunk with you on stream on this, oh it was on Friday. (laughs) 
I love every last one of you. Jackie, you're defining character in my life. MJ, thank you for sharing your journey. I'm right smack dab in the middle of getting my master's in education and library science. I hope to see oh, more wow. people getting into education-related fields who have your background and knowledge so the next generation can do better than we did. Holden, I guess I think you're real funny. Happy birthday <laughs> to me! Thank you. It's Happy And we've got another birthday shout out because Rachel wrote in about her sister's golden birthday is coming up. She's turning 27 on April 27th, and she would love to get a happy birthday from Jackie, MJ, and Holden. She's an amazing older sister to me and is about to graduate from law school. I'm so proud of her, and she's also obsessed with Jackie's reading of Twilight. I hope that maybe she's in love with the werewolf, but now we all know that that brings complex feelings, but we don't need to talk about Twilight right now. I'll continue (laughs) on. Oh, a very special shout out goes out to Doug the Corgi. <gasps> she was hoping for a quick shout out and some good vibes to send my best friend's way. His name is Doug and he's a seven year old Corgi. He's been in my life for four amazing years, but sadly in December we got the worst news ever. Doug's got a really aggressive blood cancer and his prognosis was weeks to months left. I was devastated, but a couple weeks ago we got some good news. The new form of treatment we started is doing wonders on making him comfortable and keeping him around a bit longer. I really believe that love is keeping him going. If you guys could send him some love, never a whatever jail, maybe a holding it ho and some good vibes. I'm holding out hope that we get to have a hot dog summer. Oh, oh my God. I'm so sorry to hear that. And I that my love that. to you and your baby. Happy birthday, Doug. Happy, oh, yeah. birthday, Happy birthday, beautiful Doug. Doug. And I did want to give a one last shout out to beautiful Maddie, whose birthday is also this week, who has been going through a hell of a lot and has said that page seven helped me cope, laugh and keep me productive day in and day out for years. The podcast has been on car rides with me as I drove to the funerals that she has had to deal with, as well as every adventure, plane ride, hike and road trip I've ever taken since. And what she wanted to say to you, MJ, is that I went to the same school as Lily Reinhardt growing up. And I don't have any hot goss because MJ mentioned if they had gone to high school together and thought that maybe Lily would be one of those two cool girls. And all I can say is that anyone who knew her well always mentioned how kind she was. I've never Ah. heard a bad word about her. So maybe you guys would have gone to high school parties together after all. Wow. And it seems like it's taken her many years to get where she is now. I'm excited to see the hard work pay off. I'll always be a little surreal to see her name on those opening credits and uh, watch her play Dark Betty, which... I imagine. <laughs> oh, Betty. Oh, wow. That's actually so great. Lily Reinhardt, another person, because Gideon likes her the most. And at first I was like, I don't see it. And then just gradually she just found her way into my heart. Mm-hmm. She just she's amazing. Snuck, she's snuck a in, really she's great very actress, hot. too. And really great actress. Very talented. Yeah. And, but, oh, yeah. I, and nice. I know. That's nice. And I follow her on Instagram, too. So now knowing that she's that nice now makes everything that I see of her, I'm like, come Yeah, it's a good You get you, girl. And I hope <laughs> Cole Sprouse didn't break your fucking heart into a million pieces. I bet he fucking did. <laughs> I still love Jughead, but we have a complicated relationship, and you'll see. If you listen to Riverdale Roundup, you know. We don't need to talk about it here because Holden won't watch Riverdale. Yeah, whatever! Don't whatever Riverdale. You never whatever Riverdale! <laughs> and that's out for our, that's it for our shout. Shout, shout, shout them shout, all out. Shout it all These out. These are the shout outs that you emailed about. 
Come on. Come on. You they can came email in from us you. to yeah, page7podcast yeah, yeah. at gmail.com. <laughs> With the seven spelled out. Come wow, on. come on. <laughs> <laughs> killed it, killed it, killed it, Holden. Perfect. And now it's time that hopefully we'll kill it by doing the list. Oh. Who's on the list? Jackie. that list. We are doing the 15 bonkers books written by famous people who weren't writers. Of course, we know Model Land by Tyra Banks is yes. on the list. And if you are interested in anything about Model Land, go listen to me read Model Land to you over on the Page 7 Patreon. It's even weirder than I thought it was going to be. But... Some other people gave writing a try, like Paul Verhoeven, who wrote a scholarly work about Jesus of Nazareth. I will read that because mm. I will watch every Paul Verhoeven movie, Me so I'll too. read every text. I had no idea. It's about the historical Jesus, a revolutionary, not the son of God. Quote, for Jesus, the kingdom of heaven was a very tangible thing, something that was already present on earth. Mm. In the same way that Che Guevara proclaimed Marxism as the advent of world change. I'm weirdly very interested in that. Interesting. I'm extremely interested. Yes, please, Paul Verhoeven. So they were the, part of the reason why I chose this as well, there's so many things I had no idea about. Like Anthony Bourdain publishing a graphic novel about a sushi Sushi chef. <laughs> Sushi chef, who's also a murderer. That looks cool. Get Jiro. Sounds yeah. cool. It starts with, in a not-too-distant future L.A. where master chefs rule the town like crime lords and people literally kill for a seat at the best restaurants, a bloody culinary war is raging. Fucking great. I wonder if it's yeah. the same. I wonder if it's based on the Jiro of Jiro Dreams of Sushi. Yeah. Oh, it probably is, right? Because yeah, they were also friends on top of it, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. That sounds awesome. I can't wait to do an Anthony Bourdain episode of Bob History. I feel like sure. no one would really care as much as I care, but I love Oh, no, I, people Bourdain. love Bourdain. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Bourdain. This surprised me that Dick, I don't, I'm going throw it out there. I don't know too much about Dick Cheney's wife. But then Dick Cheney's wife, Lynn, published a lesbian romance novel. I love stuff like this, yeah. And uh, Cheney persuaded the publisher not to reissue it in the 2004 re-election year, which would have been a very funny uh, thing to happen. That is very interesting, it especially knowing Dick funny. Cheney's politics. But now I want to read it. It was yep. so, apparently it was also very controversial. And this is the novel of a strong and beautiful woman who broke all the rules of the American frontier. Sorry, it's written very small font on the front of the book. And um, now I want to read it. It's called Sisters by Lynn Cheney. Now you know you know you want to read it too. The weirdest thing about this is that Dick Cheney's, one of Dick Cheney's daughters is a lesbian. And so it's a little bit interesting for a mother to write lesbian romance novel. Like, did was she like, oh, my daughter's a lesbian. I want to get into the lesbian romance novel genre. You know I, what I mean? would hope so, but it seems it was written 25 years ago. So I think maybe it was before all of that, but it does at least give me hope for the family. And hopefully that, again, I don't know a whole lot about Dick Cheney or his family. So I am just presuming um, how he would feel about having a lesbian daughter, unfortunately. Uh -huh. But um, 
Gavah, now I want to read it. <laughs> and I also want to read LeVar Burton's sci-fi novel called Aftermath that's about civil war in the U.S. In the book, civil war breaks out after an earthquake and the assassination of the first African-American U.S. president. Somehow, the plot features an evil scientist kidnapping non-white Americans to harvest their organs. Ah, interesting. Yeah, that rules. Bit of a get I'm out. totally Absolutely into that. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, did you see that LeVar Burton is vying to take over yeah, Jeopardy? Jeopardy? Yeah, a lot of people Thank are really, really fighting he for that. He retweets every single tweet saying LeVar Burton should be <laughs> oh, those of Jeopardy. He just retweets all of them with like the eyes emoji. It's great. <laughs> I mean, he's, remember, he's doing great. that was exactly what um, Dan Dan Levy was doing about wanting to be one of the hosts of the great British baking show. Uh-huh. So when they created the Canadian version, he got the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes that shit works, man. Do and, whatever and you can. Lest anybody be looking for editorial inconsistencies, it's very different than uh, what's her name, Deborah Lindsay Messing. Lohan trying to get the Little Mermaid. Yes, <laughs> yes, Lindsay Lohan trying to, or Deborah Messing trying to get I Love Lucy. It's different to just be like I have no qualifications and I want this. Obvious. It's just it's just an objective fact that Lamar yeah, yeah, yeah. Burton should be the host of Jeopardy. So it's totally within his right to advocate for himself. Totally. Yes. And also, I feel it's different than saying, like, that person shouldn't be it. It should be me. Like, rather than, like, the mudslinging of it, where it's like, no, that's just bad. That's bad juju. Don't do that. That's weird. Right. But, yep. like, he's just, they haven't chosen yet. So he's just pushing for it. And you got to shoot your shot, just like Lizzo taught us. <laughs> it just seems, o- you're right, though, MJ. It just seems obvious. Like, why is this even a debate? Yeah. So funny. I don't know, but it is I, I but it is I think a lot of people are want the job. I yeah. mean talk about we were talking about this last week. Talk about job security, man. Oh yeah. Fucking strap in, you don't have to worry again. You just do what Alex Trebek did, which is very difficult to make look as easy as he did it. Now we're seeing I don't know if you've watched any of the celebrity guest hosts that have been taking turns, but it's definitely not an easy job. Mm. To make look easy. I think it should be Tyra Banks. Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you ever say that the to us. The least curious person in the world. <laughs> make her the host of Jeopardy. <laughs> or um, sometimes instead of making them a host of Jeopardy, they can write a an autographical autobiographical novel of themselves like Jim Carrey did. Now, he's. they say he kind of wrote the autobiographical novel because Memoirs and Misinformation is about a movie star named Jim Carrey, but the plot has him fighting aliens with Gwyneth Paltrow. And they said it's hard to imagine Gwyneth Paltrow doing that. I wonder if Gwyneth Paltrow knew about the book and or if she read it. I doubt she read it. Yeah. Whoa. I bet she heard about it at a dinner party once. Yeah. All right. Okay. I like what you're throwing down. <laughs> I think she heard it. So- oh, okay. And then she just never mentioned it or thought about it again. <laughs> and you know who no one ever thought about was Sherlock Holmes's brother. But who did... Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, <laughs> who co-wrote a novel about Sherlock Holmes's brother, Mycroft. It's a murder mystery set in the days of Mycroft's youth that kind of functions as an origin story. I am intrigued. How do you not be? 
Interesting. And he regrets how he treated Pam Greer. So maybe I will read it. Yes, I'm glad that he fucking regrets. If you listen to our Pam Greer pop history episode, <laughs> he wasn't very good to her. Um, but last but not least, and I did not know this, that Keanu Reeves wrote Berserker. Berserker. I want to check you know this about out. This? Not really. A comic book about an immortal 80,000 year old warrior. And uh, it looks dope. He's clearly. The main, the main character in this comic book. I wonder if this was even maybe like, we'll write this and then make a movie out of it someday, but it's definitely mm, Keanu yeah, Reeves. You could just... be souping me all. Oh, right. Okay, <laughs> it's not a chandelier, Jackie, so oh, let's kind of right. take it easy. I gotta, I gotta dry up over here. Take Somebody get me a sponge. Right. Um, the main character, the Berserker, does the U.S. government's dirty work so he can find out the truth about who he is. He says, I had this image in my head of a guy fighting through the ages because of his father's compulsion to violence, which is, I mean, obviously you can see the parts of that in John Wick, but um, I would love to watch this and I want to read it as well. So that's called Berserker, but with none of the vowels inside of it. B-R-Z-R-K-R. No vowels. And that's it for my list this week. Oh my God, and it's not it for me not going blind. Too many negatives there. I think I'm going blind. blind. Items. Oh, oh we, can't we can't see them. Oh shit, it's time to get lit. I'm blind. I don't. It turns out three weeks is how long it takes for this A-list celebrity to get so thirsty for attention she has to return to social media. I'm uh-huh. sure the first thing she will do is issue long overdue apologies. Oh, wait, the world owes her an apology for her quitting social media. Got it. Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, this is definitely one that I knew y'all would immediately know the answer to, but I, I uh, wanted to make sure we talked about it just in case it didn't make it the main episode. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you hear my eyes rolling from there? <laughs> That's so funny. It's so high school. Like, this shit is so fucking high school feeling. Um, so, yes, after just 23 days, Tegan made her glorious return. So I thought we were going to end up talking about when she left Twitter. But I, I, I should have known she was going to come back not even three weeks or, or just three weeks after she left. She, she makes her glorious return to Twitter uh, after her glorious exit not even a month before. And the exit tweet, she said... It, quote, no longer serves me as positively as it serves me negatively. Ah, Twitter made you. Twitter made you. Okay, first of all, uh, before she even came back, I was going to scream that. It no longer serves me as positively as it serves me negatively. And I think that's the right time to call something. In the return tweet, she said, turns out feels in all caps terrible to silence yourself and also no longer enjoy belly chuckles randomly throughout the day and also lose like 2,000 friends at once. Lol. I choose to take the bad with the good. Also, how have you been? What's going on? Do you have any fun anecdotes? I miss you dearly. I've spent weeks just saying tweets to shampoo bottles. Oh, you're just like us. No, you haven't spent weeks sending tweets to shampoo bottles. You've been spending weeks... Posting pictures of yourself on a yacht to Instagram. Every <laughs> picture of her, she's on a yacht. Every picture. And I know because I was like, oh, fun. We have kids who are the same age. I'll I'll follow you. Every picture, you're on a yacht. So, like, I can't follow you. How am I supposed to deal with this? You're on a yacht. You know? So, you're... It's, yes, it does suck to get yelled at on Twitter. It totally sucks. Twitter can suck. Twitter can be mean. But you're on a yacht. So, like... Uh, it's okay, you're on a yacht. <laughs> it's also just the whole leaving and coming back, literally, like, you couldn't even hang out for fucking a month. 
Like, you couldn't even take a month off. You need it that badly. But also, quitting in the first place was so funny to me just because, again, I just feel like Twitter is the whole reason why you had a show on Quibi. You know but what I mean? She is funny. Like, she, she had <laughs> yes. her, she really, like, used it well. It's yeah. like, she got me. She's funny. But then to be like, you can't be on a yacht without Twitter. If I'm on a yacht, I'm putting Twitter away. Yeah, Enjoy yeah. the yacht. You were just on the yacht, so you didn't you need to do it. Just on the yacht. But it's just <laughs> so funny to like not a not even be able to contain yourself for that long that you could even take a month off from this stupid fucking platform to leave in the first place when like it gave. Besides being married to John Legend, fucking Twitter gave you everything you have in terms of your like entertainment career. All of it came from being on the platform. So to be like, never mind, bye. Like, it's just so obnoxious to me. And then to return that quickly and try to be all internet cute. Like, this whole tweet is exactly what I hate about the internet. You know, how you been? What's going on? Any fun anecdotes? I miss you dearly. I spent weeks just saying tweets to shampoo bottles. Like, that kind of internet cute is what I hate about uh, the way people post online. It's so obnoxiously trying to be cute. It makes me crazy. So anyways, and Jackie, you've been very <laughs> silent, so that's interesting. I just have so many feelings. <laughs> I have so many feelings about it. And I feel like it's one of those things where in watching Chrissy Teigen, where it's like, we've been doing this show for, I don't know, what, 10 years, 11 years, who knows at this point, that we've watched her change over time, obviously mm -hmm. all force in front of our eyes. And I really respected her a lot for her hustle. And I'd still do. She's got yeah. the fucking hustle. Like she, she works at it constantly. And I, that doesn't mean that I don't respect that. Yeah. But everything else about her really, and this is personally, I'm so annoyed. I get so annoyed. She reminds me of the people like, I'm so open and honest and I'll be there for you no matter what. And then we'll just stab you in the fucking back as fat. Like right. she reminds me of a bunch of people in high school. I'm like, I don't fucking trust you. Yeah. I even if she's like not you. that, I don't believe it doesn't matter. You say. Yeah. I'm sure she's a great mom. I'm sure she's a great wife. I, I hope the best for her. There's just something about her that I really am just like. You're just, I don't see you as being, like, you're being like, I'm so real. Yeah. Is so not real. Yeah, yeah. That it drives, it drives me you crazy. crazy. You know it's I am like this that. person. The person you hear is, this is me. I right. You, you yeah. hear me fully. You see all different sides of me and all of the different things we do. And I try to be real because that's what I want from other people. And I yeah. am secretly a proud boy. So all those listeners who no, uh, thought that that was true, uh, no, your fears not. have fully been confirmed right here. You should definitely go to Facebook and uh, hit that page. But, but, but not a proud boy with like a small P and a small <laughs> yeah. B. You're just shitty like a boy that's very penis. proud. I did penis. tell him about the shitty penis. I got it. <laughs> that's why I'm a proud boy. I got a shitty penis. <laughs> just, you're just, you're just small P proud of your shitty penis, boy. Small B. April Reels got really, really crazy Oh, yeah, it got so. real. Oh, um, all right, here's the next one. This B-list actress with A-list name recognition isn't allowed to get married or it voids her massive payout. The thing is, though, she might have just secretly done just that. Now, this person... Uh, wow, I was going to say, this person also <laughs> secretly wow. has an entrance to Whole Foods. Yes, Katie Holmes. Oh, great, MJ. Damn, also, MJ. did you see that Siri Cruz is 15 years wow. old? Wow. Oh, my She's God. 15. We old. We That's old. So 
All right, that's all. I, have. I don't have like a follow up link or anything that's on that, great. so I'll just move it. on to the last one. Uh, but yeah, do you think that's true though? Do you think she's not allowed to get married? Yes. And do you think she's secret married? Yes. Awesome. All right. Cool. I Celebrity like it. conspiracy confirmed. All right. <laughs> this like A list mostly movie actor slash general all around asshole it means asshole went means ballistic. Asshole. Went ballistic that he was photographed in the wild without his spanks on. And the only reason why this is funny is because he's super legitimately known to be an asshole. Um, he was. Alec Baldwin. No, same vein though. Okay. Same kind of white guy. <laughs> Uh, he was Trump. He was the worst part of this musical that came out not too James too long Corden. Ago. No, but good guess. No, no, no. Or older musical than that. Um, he bad. He's accents bad. Sang bad in the musical. Now I'm falling apart. His last name's the name of a bird. Oh, is it Russell Crowe? Yeah. <laughs> I would have gotten it without that last hit. I just didn't speak fast enough. I didn't need that hit. Yeah, just yeah. want the record to show that I didn't need that hit. And uh, uh, here we uh, go. It says, look up the pictures if you can. Russell Crowe. Well, I also don't like it. It's like I, a lot of people wear Spanx. Like, I do appreciate the fact that it's like, even Beyonce, it's like, it helps, like, with how your clothes fall, it helps right. with lots of things. Like it really does. Like in fashion, Spanx is not as much of like a bad word. I will no, say no. that, and I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. I was just more the funny thing is like he just looks pretty rough in these pictures. Russell Crowe, fifty six, shows off his scruffy beard as he works up a sweat on a Sydney tennis court with girlfriend Brittany Thoreau. Thirty, Jesus. So anyways, yeah, he looks. He's he's looking. Uh, <laughs> he's, looking he's got kind of a Santa Claus yeah, playing tennis. He's vibe. got a full on Santa Claus playing tennis vibe. And again, I probably wouldn't even consider this one, but he is such a notorious fucking asshole that uh, it's funny yeah. to watch him and you're lumber right, he did ruin on a tennis court. He did ruin lumber around. I know, right? He looks rough. But whatever, Man, I mean. She, it is not that, you know, I ever want to tell anyone of how they should keep their facial hair or anything, but it's like, <laughs> there are ways to not look like that, even mm-hmm. being overweight, um, especially when you're dating someone so young. Like, yeah. it's like, there's just such an apparent thing. Not that, you know what? Who am I fucking judging? And they want to fuck, if she wants to fuck that, I guess have that. But he's supposed to be so <laughs> mean. He's, yeah, uh, yeah. Everything he's so here mean, is, he's just so yeah. mean. So I just feel yeah. more okay being like, you look like shit in these pictures, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, that's <laughs> it. Trim your beard, dick. I can see again. Thank you so much. Trim your beard, dick. You're welcome for the blind items this week. Uh, trim that beard ladies and gentlemen it's time to get out there we're getting vaccinated it's time to get back out to the barber uh but until then uh thank you so much for me tiny me says thank you for blind items thank you tiny holden you're welcome i'm sorry i'm also just looking at his um it just reminded me of the legs (laughs) conversation we were having earlier because you know what still from the waist down he looks fabulous yeah yeah i will say that yeah that's the thing show off the legs no matter Show what they off. look like. Yeah, Let let's loose. see them. <laughs> see them. I want to see them. Well, I, I can't see I can see them. Yeah, you can see. Welcome hey. back, yeah. Holden's Eyesight. And thank I'll you thank guys you. so much for joining us this week on page seven. I feel good. I feel strong. And now we don't have to worry about April Reels Day for another year. They Next have year, very, I'll very fly upsetting. out there and do it with you guys. In Please, person. we would love to have you. Yeah, I think Please. we're going to try to expand next year. We got a, we got a scared this year, so we didn't expand it. But I we'll will also to. say too, though, MJ, 
I was nervous when you were thinking about joining us because I was like, I, I honestly don't know what I would say to you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you are constantly in, inspiring me by everything that you deal with and everything that you do. I just like, I don't even know what I would say to you. I've got nothing. Well, I got a year to make, to, to just get under your skin enough so that you'll have something to say. Please, please <laughs> burrow in there like the spider that has been sitting next to me. In it's the still cup. there? This the is... cup is accounted for? I mean, the cup is there, but it can't see inside the cup. So I'm going to assume that it is still inside of the cup and will be brought outside in a couple of hours when Jeff gets home from work. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, God, but what if it can't breathe? All right, oh, I'll put Jesus a hole God. in the car. I got to figure right, it out. Don't marry a chandelier about it. All right. <laughs> Check me out. If only your husband was a chandelier, he would already be home from work. He would be home, I'm and just he could deal with it. Flying into the plugs right now, ignoring everything being said. <laughs> Uh, check check us out twitch.tv forward slash holdenators ho uh, every Friday I do a stream with Jackie normally actually this week we did April Reels so we're taking Jackie's off uh, but also page the number seven Patreon or page seven podcast at gmail.com and patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast oh I think that's it thank you you did good MJ what do you got to say what do you got I'm- to say uh, I'm MJ. I do want to marry a chandelier. Yes, you do. Oh, yes. I'm MJKL Cat on Instagram. Hell yeah. And my name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. Come check out our Twilight Extraordinaire over on the Patreon. We're going to be coming to a close to Eclipse soon. And we will see how I feel. And we're going to have another movie night. I'm very excited about it. And everything is lots of fun. And I am smiling about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. <laughs> I'll talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Price drop, time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. The legends are true. Overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.